Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. And now, for fans of the 13-time NFL champion Green Bay Packers, this is Cheesehead TV Live. Cheetahs don't stretch and neither do we. I think you're an idiot. And I mean that with the most respect possible that I can give to an idiot. Packers Hall of Fame quarterback, Jay Cohen. Jay Cohen. It's not as fun to say as equanimous. That is he a can... perfect example of a wrong opinion. Ray. Ring the bell. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It is so good to be back. That's it right. is so good to be back in my living room slash kitchen. No. <laughs> Cheesehead TV Live. We are back. If you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. Packers football just got a little bit weirder now with your two big favorite weirdos that are back. Sorry for the delay, everybody. Thank you for those of you who are hanging in there. I'm Jason Perrone of Cheesehead TV. Sitting across from me is Jeremy Vanderlinden, also right. of Cheesehead TV. What is up, my brother? Not much, man. Just excited to be back. Very. I'm excited for football. I'm excited. I mean, there's so much excitement going on right now. Like, everything's right in the world. There's lots of football to talk about. There's lots of football on my television. There's just... Football, man. Yeah. Football is back. It yeah. is back. It is, it is back. So we – all right. So why are we back? Why weren't we here? Okay, so at the end of last season, we thought we were losing Jeremy. He had some other obligations, and those obligations have now been removed. And so Jeremy is back, and we are back, and we're going to be, right. do, we're going to be doing this again this season. So we'll do a weekly show. We yep. have yet to figure out when we're going to go during the regular season. Working on that. But we are going to pick a day and do preseason shows, so bear with us. We will also be, for those of you in the Phoenix area, we will be back at the Watershed in Tempe on game days, every game day, including Thursday and Monday night games. So that's right. we're very excited to be back at the Watershed. Draco likes my shirt. Thank you. I, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I got, right. I'm getting compliments. Also, Are you? people asking about Nagler. Um, if you see Cheesehead TV Live when you log on to YouTube, it's us. Aaron Nagler might someday end up on this show as a guest or something, but... Cheesehead TV Live is not Packer Transplants. Yeah, it's Sorry not Packer to, Transplants, yeah, and it right. does not uh, include Aaron Nagler or Corey Benke, and I won't be upset or feel <laughs> bad if you log off. But right. we are part of the brand, so deal with it, because Jer- we have microphones right. and you don't. That's right. That's right. Jersey L, uh, cue the 5,000 word. Where's Nags comments? That's right. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we're already off to a hot where's Nags start. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, no, that's that's standard. That's just yeah. the standard. Any kind of Cheesehead TV, obviously Aaron Nagler and Corey Benke are the godfathers of the site. They've been, they have been killed. Killing it, dude! They have been killing it with the coverage. Uh, so, cheers to our that's right, uh, our founders, Aaron Nagler and Corey Benke. They have been doing a phenomenal job covering camp. You saw Aaron Nagler doing his um, daily bits. Corey has not been involved in. Trans- I can't wait till Transplants comes back. And the reason why is Corey melting down is just that's is it not the best? Those of you in the chat, please back me up here. Corey is I know everyone loves Nagler's insights, but isn't it is it not is is at least more than fifty percent of the reason that you come for the Corey Banky meltdowns? It's a it's big. Gotta be. It's a it's a big part of it. Like Corey Banky can have a meltdown and they can clip just that and put it on the internet and I'll watch it over and over and over again. A Corey Banky meltdown is one of my favorite things that ever existed. Uh, you know, we, and we're you know we're known to have some meltdowns on this show. We've had a few, uh, a few. I don't. I, I think it's going to be a little while before we have any meltdowns here. 
Well, wow, the, the chat. I'm looking at the chat right now, and and we've got very mixed mixed results and mixed reactions to us being here. So we better start talking to Packers football right. so we can gain yeah, an audience. You're right. We All should. right, listen. Give us at least ten minutes. That's right. If you if you don't if you're not satisfied, you will get no money back, and you will not get any time back in your life. It will have been a wasted ten minute experience. But I'm asking you to do this for me, a complete right. stranger. Hey, for those of you who haven't met me, do it for Vince, man. Dude, dude, Vince is right there. Do, right, it, for do it for Vince. Do it for Vince. Okay, so I've got All my right. Aaron says relax T-shirt on. I got this back in in 2014 when he actually said that. That's what this is all about. So this nice. is a branded shirt. I just want to let everyone know what that's all about. So we have not done a show, Jeremy, since the Packers hired Matt Lafleur, which was way back at the beginning of the right. off season. So yeah. we're not going to go through all the obvious stuff that's happened and and spend five hours catching everybody up. We're going to start from today and move forward. So the Packers played a preseason game. Yep. On Thursday, and. There was mixed results. They won the game. Right. So they, they won Matt LaFleur's coaching debut, sort of. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about that ridiculous sound effect that Lambeau Field thinks is appropriate are, to play on third downs when the team yes. defense is on the field. Yeah, that um, needs to be talked about for sure. Okay, so tiny little bit of let's let's get some of the news out of the way. So everyone knows yesterday, to, uh, Oren Burks was, it was announced that he Has tore his pectoral. Yeah in the preseason opener. So that's a bummer because that's going to be an IR situation and he may be able to return, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Right. That's going to be a late season type of a deal. So Curtis Bolton, Curtis Heard, Bolton. hearing a lot yeah. about Curtis Bolton. And they, I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I hear his name, I can't not see Michael Bolton's face. Well, okay. Let's, I'm just going to move beyond that. So I'm going to make you pick immediately. I'm going right to make you pick immediately. Ty Summers or Curtis Bolton. Who, who, Who's your uh, dog in that fight? Ty Summers. Because yeah. he looked good. He looked good Here's in that game. Sideline to sideline. They featured him. They used Ty Summers a lot. They were trying to see what they had there. We haven't seen Curtis Bolton much. Not as much as Ty Summers. And, but when you, when you read the practice reports, when you read uh, all, the, all the beat writers on Twitter, they're talking about Curtis Bolton getting those snaps in practice. And, and I think, uh, you know, let's just wait and see what happens this week. I think it's really hard to pick between the two. I do really wish that they would have signed Zach Brown, although that's not the same player, man. He's not a cover guy, but still, like depth at the linebacker position now, well, yeah. questionable. It was already questionable. You know, Oren Burks was definitely a question mark. He was not, There was nothing settled there with Oren Burks. Healthy, it didn't matter. He didn't play on defense much last year. Right. So we still don't know exactly what There's, he can be on the know. field. He looked great in practice, looks great in shorts. He's athletic. We didn't know what he could be on defense because he just didn't spend much time with the defense last year. I. It's easy to say they should have signed Zach Brown now. Right. Sure. I wish they had him now. Well, I wanted him then. I mean, I, I, I wanted. I wanted him then. I didn't. Yeah, I wanted him then. I was fine with it. I. We. The next year or two are going to be what is going to tell us what Brian Gutekunst can be in terms of uh, adding talent to this roster. But these last couple drafts aren't looking too bad. No. Now, so Rayshon Gary. He he played a little bit on Thursday night, and he looked like a seasoned vet in that he would just kind of dog it, and he got kind of lit up over that. And I think some people are concerned that all of a sudden he's a, he's a training camp and a practice warrior, and he can't translate it to the field. I'm not worried about it yet. You know, I saw it a little differently. I, I felt like uh, there were plays where he played fast but out of control. I feel like there's not a whole lot of control with him yet. And I think part of that is that I don't think he has a plan going in. 
he doesn't have a plan before the ball snaps. It's just kind of like the ball snaps and he goes at it. And I, you know, that's not going to work in the NFL. Uh, but I do believe in Rashawn Gary. Everything that we've heard about him coming out of camp is exciting he's, stuff. But he's raw, and we all knew that. Like, that's not a surprise. Rashawn Gary is not going to be a polished guy immediately, and it's going to take a little bit of time for us to, to actually see anything uh, from him in a game. It's going to take some time. Somebody, um, Ice Alik on the chat asked about Manti Teo. I saw his name thrown out there yesterday. Not that they're interested in it, but someone said, right. hey, what about Manti Teo? I don't, I don't know I don't how know. well he's played for the – he was with San Diego. Yeah, with right? – well, L.A. now. But I, he's, he uh, – um, That's right. But did he – okay. You know what? I don't deserve to have you here right now. I just said San Diego. Like, what do I know about the You know the what? NFL? It should be Clearly San Diego. It doesn't know. make any sense. That, okay, it doesn't matter. Clearly, I don't even know anything about football. You are all correct to, to be criticizing me on the chat right now. Yeah. Well, I am terrible. Yeah. So, okay. Manti Teo – Average at best has didn't really do anything, and and I feel like I have this this really unclear memory of him retiring, deciding not to play anymore. That could have been like a dream I had or something, or maybe I talked to his girlfriend. I don't know, but that guy has had issues since he came in the league. He had the fake girlfriend thing, and never really pieced it together on the football field. And so, I don't know. I wouldn't be against it for the depth, but it it just isn't anything that would excite me. But there's nobody in there's no free agent today. That you should be that excited about. Uh, John An- John Anderson, uh, whose name did we mispronounce? John is, I think, a repeat follower, listener, so welcome back. But uh, who, do, who do we butcher? Please I let don't me know. know. I don't know. Because um, I do think we should be pronouncing everyone's name correctly, and that is absolutely right. Uh, no, I mean, let's see what they do. What's interesting is the Packers did what they do, and they, they made a move today, Sunday, which didn't really correlate to the inside linebacker position at all. So they um, – I'm already blanking. Derek <laughs> – Derek, Derek, Derek. I don't think it matters. So we should look real quick because yeah, no, uh, I, we just, I got talk, it. We just bear, talked about it. We just talked me. about it. I, you know what, guys? I, Derek Jones. I knew. Thank I you. thought Jones. I wasn't sure. Derek Jones, cornerback that was uh, put on waivers by the Jets. The Packers claimed him. And sure. so he is going to add some depth to that position. We were chatting a little bit before we went live. So Josh Jackson finally made it to practice on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Kevin King is not practicing with the team, but he's still doing individual drills. So I don't know if he's necessarily in danger of not coming back and playing. I think they're being careful with him, but everybody's getting very frustrated Yeah, with the, so who is, is Derek Jones and he could be cut tomorrow. This could all be moot, but why add a corner? Maybe just a, a, a camp body or, or somebody they need a little depth because I don't know how long Kevin King's going to be out, but it could be a sign that, that Kevin King's going to at least miss the preseason. I think they at least need a camp body while King isn't there because they want to be able to, to give guys rest other than other than King and other than, you know, like Tremont is, is a veteran, yes, but like Tony Brown can't play every snap. Jair Alexander can't play every snap. You know, like they need, they need to have a few more bodies in camp, and I think that's it. I don't think this is a thing that we should all, you know, assume is going to end up – he's not going to end up on the 53. That would be my assumption. But I would say that it's a pretty good sign we won't see Kevin King for the for for a while. No, he's not going to play for a while. So John said it was Rayshon Gary. Yeah, it is, am I it still is, saying it wrong? Rayshon. Rashawn. Rashawn. Rashawn ah, Gary. Got it. Okay, John, you were correct. So John uh, has a question about the wide receivers that we need to bookmark for later because we're not going to hop around like we did last season. We're going to stay the course. Here's the I thing. have ADD and I think Jason does too. Oh, so 100%. when it comes to this show, we're all over the we're all over the That's damn right. place. That's right. So. Staying on the defensive side of the ball, because the defense has been the story of this team so far as the offense continues to learn Matt LaFleur's system. I did not hate what I saw from the offense with two quarterbacks that 
don't currently belong in an NFL game running it sure. on Thursday. So I'm not as concerned about the offense as some people are. But on defense, I like the vibe. And I like the fact that Petten's going to be on the sideline this season. We talk, Yeah, I like that too. I totally agree. I hated that he was up in the booth. That was, that's an old man thing, okay? That's, uh, that's lame. Dom Capers was up in the booth. That's stupid. So it's great he's going to be down there. But I, I think we talked about this maybe like a week ago. I feel like this defense has to be, must be a top 10 defense. For this team to do anything this top year, 10. top ten, really? Yes, that's yes. I, I, okay, okay. I just, I think, when you look at, uh, let's top look. ten in terms in terms of what though. That's why I always when points. someone's like, I want the points, points, because okay. they it's always like judge the it by thing yardage. That matters the only thing that matters. Points on the board, points. I think so. That they top need ten to be scoring top 10 defense. defense. Let's look at Tom Brady for example. Tom Brady in his time in the NFL. Now the Patriots. Everybody compares everything to the Patriots, and I know that that's kind of unfair. But when you look at the Patriots. They, in Tom Brady's time, in 17 seasons, have had a top 10 defense 14 times. 14. Aaron Rodgers has had how many? Care to guess? One. Two. Oh, Two. Nine and, uh, t- uh, 2009 and 2010. It was, uh, yep, 9 and 10. So, in 2009, they had, I think, uh, the top three offense in scoring. And then in uh, 2000, or what? So, 2010, it was top 10 offense, or it was a 10th t- place offense, and I think third for defense. Yeah, that's what it was. It was third for defense. So that season with third, you know, defense being number three overall in scoring, that's fantastic. Uh, this offense, the the thing that they're going to need this year being a new offense, they're going to need a defense to pull them through some of these games. And when you look at the beginning of this this season, when you look at the, the, the schedule coming up, they have to play the Bears defense immediately, then the Vikings, Vikings, then the Broncos, then they have to play the Eagles. And Denver, I don't think it's going to be very good this year, but their defense their is defense still very is good. Their defense is going to be good. So they got so the four, saving grace four in those very first above three average games, defenses. The saving grace in those first three games is the quarterbacks defense. they're playing against. Yeah. Right? Mitch Trubisky, the defense should be able to handle that, right? Uh, Kirk Cousins, do you believe in Kirk Cousins? you think no. Kirk Cousins is going to be a big difference maker this year? I believe that year? Kirk Cousins is a turd. I think he's average quarterback at best. Oh, okay, that's very kind maybe slightly above average. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. So uh, so then Kirk Cousins, and then in uh, week three, Joe Flacco. So the saving grace for them in those first three weeks is the quarterbacks they have to play against. Then when they play the Eagles, they're going to need a balanced attack. And luckily, that's week four. They have four weeks. They'll have their first three weeks to get their crap together on offense and start getting things organized and rolling. But they're going to need the defense to come out swinging immediately in those first few games to give the team, to give the offense good field position. They're going to need some turnovers. I think they will. So the defense needs to hit it big quick because the offense is going to need a little bit of time to get rolling. All right, some of the comments. All right, listen, fair criticism that the third down defense looked like garbage and I gave it a lame call on my game balls, lame calls. Sure. Second, third team defense. And you got Joe Webb running circles around the defense but really you're going to base your – I mean, the Texans' offense wasn't even an NFL offense. It was Joe Webb running around. I don't care. It was disappointing, and yes, frustrating, but those aren't your starters. Yeah. If Blake Martinez and Zadarius Smith are in the game, Joe Webb doesn't leave the pocket. Yeah, 16 starters. 16 preferred starters did not play in this football game. So I'm not real concerned about those things right now, and I don't think anybody should be. And the preseason generally really means nothing. The season that the Lions went 0-16, they were, they were 4-0 in the preseason. Yeah. So let's not let's not get too tied up on how things look right now. But I think that the vibe is really good, and the things you're hearing from practice is you know really good stuff. And I think practice, I think, is the most important thing 
We're talking this, about practice. practice. We're talking but, about practice. You know, the news on Zadarius Smith. Not a game. How Zadarius Smith looks in practice. Practice. Fantastic stuff. I'm excited about Zadarius Smith. I can't wait to see him play, and I can't wait to see him week one against the Bears chasing down Mitch Trubisky. I'm, I'm really excited about what this defense has. And I think Rashawn Gary will make a difference for this defense this season. It he might will take because, a little time, but he's going to. Yeah, the other thing about Gary is that he isn't going to have to be the man. Even in 2009, when Clay Matthews came in as a rookie, they needed him. Yeah. They needed him, and thank yeah. God he flourished immediately as a rookie because they were converting to a 3-4. Now, this defense is what it is. It's year two. Petten's here. Jair Alexander is going to light the world on fire this season. He's covering Devontae Adams in camp. He's taking those reps at corner. Jackson's back. Kevin King, you know, they've got Kadar Holman made a nice play now it was a bad throw mm -hmm. that was a poorly thrown ball but here's the thing if you make a play you still made a play right you know that that catch and strip fumble yeah you know those I think the key to the defense this year too is I'm getting that turnover vibe and I love it so Kadar Holman Kadar Holman is another one that even though he, he was in the right place at the right time with a bad throw Kadar Holman is having a good camp yeah. too and that's really yeah. exciting with that corner group the way that it already stands without Kadar Holman it was already a group to be excited about and um, Kadar Holman I think can can be a nice depth guy that can actually come in and make some plays this year and they have not had depth at corner in a long time the way that that it looks right now yeah the way that it looks right now. I mean, the way that it sits at this moment without Kevin King, you're talking Josh Jackson's like, what, you're four? Well, here's your the thing. fourth corner? Here's the thing. This, this is me from one old man to another, from me to another old man, and I say that in a football sense. I don't want Tremont Williams. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to be the breaking glass in case of emergency. Like, I don't even think he should be that. He's a still a solid player, but sure. I don't want them to get to week one and say, oh, King isn't ready. Jackson's hasn't hasn't gotten enough practice. He's not ready. We got to throw Tremont out there. And then it's it's Tremont, Jair, and... Well, who, who would you rather have right now? Either Who would you rather have you on the field right him, now between you, Josh Jackson and Tremont Williams? Honestly? Yeah. Right now... It's a wash. Tremont. I want Tremont. Everyone's going to say that, and no one's going to agree with me, but I'm telling you right now it's a wash because Tremont, when it, when an athlete drops off, it happens fast, and yeah. Tremont is there. Love him to death, and he's very smart, and he's got a lot of great moments as a Packer, yep. and we brought him back, and I'm glad that he's on the roster. I don't want him No, don't get me playing. wrong. I'm not talking about Tremont as a starter. Because here in the chat, we got uh, David Dubois says Jair. Draco well, and says Frank, Tony Frank's Brown. Frank's right, too. Tony Brown. The, yeah, Tony I, Bra I, I like yeah, Brown. I like Tony Brown's, Brown a lot. And Brown's great. I think if – okay, so if Kevin King is hurt to start the season, it's probably – I'm just going to say Tony Brown is your second corner. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm, I'd be okay with that. But I don't, I don't know what they're talking about in the meetings, and I don't know how they see things. And for some reason – and it's not McCarthy's team, and that was my issue with him was he was way too loyal to some of these guys that have been on the team for a while to a fault. Yeah. And it's like, why are you not putting your most talented players right. out there? So I don't know. I hope that they would put Brown out there because Brown is having a good preseason. I, uh, he, he escaped me for a second. It wasn't that I don't like him. Um, I think he's a great option. So you're right. The, the depth of corner is good. Right. Safety. Don't hate what I see at safety either. Amos right. looked okay. Mm-hmm. 
And in practice, uh, I, I like Raven Green. For some reason, Raven Green's, Dude, kind of, that, Raven uh, Green's becoming a sneaky, like one of my sneaky favorite type guys on the roster. That was him that forced the fumble, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, But that, know, the that, guy that was make, a choice. plays. That's a choice, though. I tweeted this out. I tweeted out with a video of it. That's a choice you make as a defender. That's why Charles Woods, right. that's why Peanut yes. Tillman were so good at that because they that focused on it and they an tried. Accident. That was not an not. accident. And you could tell when it happened that Raven Green made that play. He didn't get lucky. He made that play. He popped that ball out by choice. That was that was fantastic. And that's the kind of thing that I love to see because I feel like we haven't seen a guy in Green Bay chopping at balls the way Charles Woodson did. Now, Charles Woodson is, well, he's Charles Woodson, so it's hard to compare anybody to that. But to have anybody on the roster who's, who's making a decision, a quick decision like that to go for the ball, love it. Fantastic stuff. Really happy with that. Okay. Mark is getting triggered, and he's upset that we're only talking to each other and we're not taking any questions. So, Mark... Ask a question, and I will. will take we will it. get to questions. There's will, a lot going on in the chat. We will take there. Hi, who wants to talk to me? Mark, I do. I want to talk to you. What's so up, please Mark? ask a question. Um, who is better at man coverage? Brandy's uh, got that question. Who is better at man coverage? Well, I mean, at this point, it's Jair. I think I'm going to say Jair's Jair just Alexander. all the way around. Jair's the top guy on the team, right? End of story. Tony, Tony Brown, without Kevin King, Tony Brown's got to be the next guy in line because – like you said, Tremont is old. And no, I don't want Tremont to be a starter. I don't. I do not want that to happen. So, and don't forget, Abraham Campbell is back. He's on uh, pup right now, but when he comes back, he's going to be another depth safety. Right. Uh, can Tanyan beat out Graham? No, because he doesn't need to. Because they're both making this team. They're going to keep four tight ends. They're going to keep Graham. They are keeping Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, and Jay Sternberger are all going to be on this roster. They need four. Because yeah. if you if if any one of those four guys gets hurt. That position goes from goes to immediately uh, very very weak, yeah, and not deep enough. Yeah, and you need bring back house. Stop, Eric. No, 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 no. no he no, put no, an no. LOL. He's obviously not. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Okay, I didn't read the LOL. I just got so like, wait a minute, what did you just say for real? Uh, yeah, no house. Okay, do we need to switch to the offensive side? Because a lot of the questions are based on offense. Yeah, they're talking so wide we, receiver. So we, can, so we, yeah. So let's let's move over and talk wide receiver, and let's start with the obvious low hanging fruit. Jamon Moore. Everyone's been talking about Bye. how disappointing he's looked. Bye. Uh, no, no. Just would you? Bye. I'm sorry. I don't buy. I don't buy Jamon Moore. Don't buy. I, so bye. I, yeah, don't I don't buy it. So bye bye. Bye bye. Right. And I didn't. Coming into this season, coming into into training camp, uh, in a, in a chat with a couple of people. Dusty Evely said something about, like, if you believe in Jamon Moore, you're super smart. And I said, what does that say about me? And, and you know what? I feel pretty good right now I, I, about my assessment. I do not believe in Jamon Moore as a guy that's ever going to be consistent. And you know what? I'm okay with that. He because says, look at the guys they have on the roster. The, same, the thing that saved Brian Gutekunst in last year's draft is drafting two other receivers than Jamon Moore. It was, it's just not – it doesn't look like it's, it's going to work out. Uh, Eric asked about Pettin coaching on the field, better for the team. We covered that a little bit at the beginning of the show. Yes, I like it. I think it's going to be good for the defense. Back to wide receiver. So, Jamon dropped a couple of balls. He dropped one in the end zone. If you get your hands on the ball, you got to catch it. He didn't. He caught a touchdown, then he spiked the ball and pouted and ran off the field. Uh, he says the right things in terms of knowing that it's in his head, and it's very mental right. with him. Um, just remember, guys and girls, and then please, I'd like to – to ask the Packers verse out there when I bring up, or when we bring up a former player's name, it doesn't necessarily mean we're comparing player a to player B. Okay. Like so direct I'm j exactly. So I'm right. just going to remind you that in the last 10 years, 
receivers that the Packers needed to be patient with and being patient paid off. Jordy Nelson, James Jones, and Devontae Adams. All three of those started out kind of slowly. Jordy wasn't great out of the gate. He mm-hmm. had problems catching the ball and he had fumble issues even as late as 2010. And he breaks out later in the season. James Jones drops. He's all over the place. Finally gets it together in 2010. Right. And we all know about Devonte Adams in 2015. He got that ankle injury at the beginning of the year. He didn't play well his second season. Everybody wanted him gone. One Dipwad wanted Jeff Janis to take over Devontae Adams' spot on the roster. I'm serious. That was his Twitter handle. Unbelievable. It's it's you got to have some patience. Now I'm not saying Jamon Moore is those guys, and that you need to have as much patience with him as you do with with those guys. But you're at least a fourth round pick. He was the first receiver taken last year. He's sure. he is surviving you the entire preseason. If he gets cut, he gets need, cut. You do not need to be patient for Jamon Moore. You don't have to. Because of the work that you've done at the position, you just don't have to. And not only that, Darius Shepard looking the way that he is. and Lazard. And Lazard. There's just enough options there that you don't have to wait for Jamon Moore to get his crap together. Okay. And I don't want to wait for him to get his crap together. That's fair. Well, Moore has lost his opportunities on special teams. He's not taking those reps. So he's got to make the team as a receiver. Huge uphill climb. As far as returner goes, so Trevor Davis left the joint practice with the Texans last week. He had a stinger. So he didn't play, but he's made it some plays in wide receiver and assuming that he's going to return and have a chance to continue competing for the kick return or the punt return job. But you've had Shepard in there in his place. It's bad timing for, for Davis to be hurt. It like, is, but I, I kind of hope that Shepard takes his job. I mean, I, you're feeling, I, you're Trevor feeling is watching the show right now. And he's now right, mad at me. Right. You're feeling Trevor how Davis I feel about Jamon Moore with Trevor Davis. Yep. You're over it, right? Like I got over Jamon Moore real quick. Because that last preseason, he just looked like a guy who could not handle the mental side of football. And to me, the biggest, the biggest problem in football with anybody is if you can't take the mental part of it. Because if you can do the mental side, you can probably figure out how to work the physical uh-huh. side. He is a guy who cannot handle it mentally. And he knows it. Don't believe in him. He, he put that video trust out. trust him. Wouldn't he put trust that him. video out of himself working out during the offseason on his footwork, had his helmet on. So then everybody's like, oh, he's going to be improved. He's going to be better. And it's almost like that was a good thing for him to do, and it was smart for him to work on that. But him putting that video out, video out almost did him a disservice after the, the game that he turned in on Thursday because now everybody's like, what the hell? You turn, you put in all this work. You're in your yeah. backyard running routes with your helmet on, and you still can't catch a football. So, I, you know, I, that's, that's the, the world that we live in right now. We, we react quickly to, to everything. And then he comes out. You know, if he comes out next week in this week's game, and he catches eight balls and has two touchdowns. Yeah. We'll uh, see what everybody's saying. John then. Benson asked me, uh, what do I do about A-Rod comparing uh, Zadarius Smith to Julius Peppers? All right. Let's just I take one. It, let's I, just go question mode and then we'll, we'll sure, hop. There's, that's there's, there's a bunch of questions. And we, and we love it. And obviously, that's so what we're here I for. I like so. that question, though. I like that question. And I think he's asking, what do I think of that? What do I think of it that's is? high praise. Zadarius Smith is built similarly. He's a big, long guy, right? Uh, as an outside linebacker, a little oversized, right? He's 270-something. He's, he's over 270. He's big. Everybody so he's who's covered big, camp has made the comment that he is a big, big human. He's a big dude, right? Yeah. Everybody felt that way about Julius Peppers, too. However, I don't know that Zadarius has Julius Peppers-level talent, but Julius Peppers-level talent's really rare. So 
if he's even close, I'm happy. That's great. That's fantastic. If he's close enough to to be able to say the two names together, that's that's awesome. However, it is training camp, and and guys tend to puff each other up and say nice things to their teammates. So I'm not I'm not going to get too excited about it, but I am excited already. Without that being said, I am excited about Zadarius Smith. Well, you should be because it's not just what he does on the field. He's already going to he's probably going to be one of the top vocal guys in the locker room. And if you were a huge fan of Mike Daniels and you're going to miss and you're worried about the chemistry of the team and the fire on defense. I think Zadarius Smith's got a real chance to replace that. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to replace Mike Daniels. I think it was okay that they let him go, but from a, from a leadership standpoint, I don't think that you drop off as badly as everybody's worried that they will by not having Daniels. What else we got? Oh, the pro uh, real quick. And I know we're hopping around here. Prognosis on Oren Burks. I have not seen a timeline on that injury and, I can ask a couple guys I know that are, are in the medical field Let and me, just get their idea, but a torn pectoral muscle to me is like, that's, that's I don't know, <laughs> three months. I mean, that's the season. Let me pull this up. He could uh, come back if they're, you know, they're making a late playoff push and maybe at the in the postseason, but you only get to bring two guys back. You don't know who's going to get hurt. And so the other, the other question, the other issue potentially is do they do they hold on to the ability to bring him back and instead of somebody else that gets hurt. We so don't pro football hurt. doc on Twitter at pro football doc tweeted. When I look back at the video at the eight minute mark of the first quarter, Oren Burks appears to tear his left pectoral tendon. This would mean surgery and essentially end his season. Small chance for a late season designation to return. Now, obviously he's watching football, right? He's not, he didn't do any kind of x-rays, MRIs. No, none of that. This is, but this is yeah. this is what David Chow does, right? His doctor. This, this is his, his whole Dr. thing. Doctor David. It's Chow. his whole thing. So yeah. uh, he's saying that from what he saw, he thinks it's season ending. Possibly he can return late, but probably not. Uh, someone's asking if Cole Madison makes this team. I would say yes. I think so, but not a lot to go on yet. Let's see a Spriggs little bit is, more. Let's see a little bit more preseason football. Well, they first. cut they cut Spriggs. We joked before the show started. So Jason Spriggs was not claimed by anybody. On waivers, so he re- reverts to the to the Packers reserve injured list. He's still on. That uh, crushed Jason. He was so mad. <laughs> I crushed me because I don't want. I don't even want the temptation for them to bring Jason Spriggs back on the roster or play him in a game. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they're moving on, fine. And now I see him back, at least listed on the website. Sure. And that's still too close for okay, me. Okay, so real quick, let's bounce back to uh, Burks. Brian Purdy asked the question. Did Burks make an impact when healthy? Not on defense. No. So that's the thing. Like, people are upset about it, but I don't get it. What are we upset about? A guy that's done nothing and we don't know. Like, a guy that the only thing we've heard about him is that he's still struggling against the run. He's a great cover guy who can't do anything with the run. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. But I, I'm not saying Oren Burks can't be good. I'm just saying, like, I'm not too crushed about it at the moment. Okay? I'm just not. I'm right. Not, so. Yeah. That's fair. No tight ends, no talk. We are fullbacky. Fullbacky. No. We're fullbacky is that, now. Is him doing a Chester Markle impersonation? You know, I, or? I'm not sure, but I'll definitely talk about fullbacks. I love, love, love the fullback position. Uh, I was So watching. everybody who know, doesn't know Jeremy's history, he is the former founder of Titletown Sound Off. That's right. And Aaron Ripkowski is, was and is still a god. <laughs> to that crew over there. So the fact that Danny Vitale has the potential. I'm drooling, bro. To drooling. To be very John Kuhn and Danny and and uh, Aaron Ripkowski-esque 
is all we need. Hey, you're you going to hear about Vitaly plenty this season. Uh, I was watching videos of Mike Allstott the other day, uh, and I was very happy. It was a very happy moment for me. And I don't think Vitaly is Mike Allstott, but what if, what if that could happen? I don't know. I love Mike Allstott. I would love to see a guy just destroy people. It's, fullbacks are fantastic. And this dude, Vitaly, is ripped. That dude is so built. He could wreck some fools. Okay, just give him yeah. the opportunity. He in practice, he's been catching the ball a lot. Uh, they've been running him on wheel routes, wheel routes and stuff out of the backfield, which is just awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to see the way they use the fullback. And I kind of wonder if this is happening because of the trend in the NFL that nobody's using fullbacks now. Defenses have changed the way that they play because not a lot of offenses are running power offense like they don't have fullbacks they're not doing this anymore and so you bring in a fullback and you start running a little bit of power running you start going with some of that stuff and now you got defenses that don't play their base defense for a majority of the time they don't have a second linebacker who can come in and defend because that's just not the way NFL teams are built anymore and it's kind of I'm kind of wondering if this is just part of the trend starting to work back the other direction because well, LaFleur's offense uses the fullback. They, he uses the fullback, and he was open and had actually some pretty good looks in the game. All right, we've had some requests to talk about the tight end group. I don't really have much to say about the tight end group because Jimmy Graham hasn't shown me a thing. Right. I'm not worried about it. Although I but, did see that the Packers – okay, like this is typical camp fluff stuff. Um, the Packers believe Jimmy Graham can be Jimmy Graham again. Okay, and we're moving on. <laughs> so Mercedes Lewis is, you know, I think Graham and Lewis are going to be what they've been. I, I don't think Jimmy Graham is going to break out. I'm excited about good. Tanyan. Tanyan will be fine. I think Tanyan will be fine. Um, I don't think that St- I, Sternberger is, is if you want the tight end to be key in this offense, Sternberger is going to have to be really good as a rookie. Yeah. I just don't think the other four are going to be great. Even with Aaron Rodgers motivated okay. and looking for 80 and trying to throw to Graham. And if he's healthy and okay, it's not Mike McCarthy's offense and it's Lafleur. I hope if I'm wrong, that's great. Cause that's good for the Packers. You may have given think, up on Graham, but I have, I haven't given up. I just don't think he's going to be that, you know, much better. We do have a, a Jason's boy. JJ is in the background playing and doing some crazy stuff. Uh, so we're, we're having a little, little correction time. Jason's giving him the stare down. Um, I believe in Jimmy Graham. I'm going to say I really do believe Jimmy Graham is going to score ten touchdowns this season. I, that would be fantastic. The, the the offense needs it. I mean, his that's what his position is. I mean, his, they needed that last year in the yep. old offense. In this offense, they definitely needed to. Yep, they need it. So someone asked about um, Darius Shepard. We talked a little bit about Shepard. That catch in the end zone over the middle, full extension. Like the kid's trying his tail off. He's making like, a lot, he's making a lot of plays in practice. Great team. effort. And now he's getting those snaps that that uh, Trevor Davis was getting. So he's going to get his chance here. He's really going to get a shot to make this roster. And Trevor Davis is. Um, I think he's in trouble right now. I think he's in trouble. I don't know. And it also depends on if they're going to keep if they're going to consider keeping seven receivers. Some people think that's crazy. They think that's nuts, but it's possible. They keep seven receivers and and four tight ends. That's eleven pass catchers yeah. on the roster, and they're not all going to be active on game day. But they they could keep seven. If they do, Trevor Davis might be okay. You might want that experience there, and if he's inactive a lot, okay. But you might. You might go with him in favor of a Lazard or a Shepard. Yeah. Remember in 2011 when Tory Gurley and DeAndre Borrell 
were the camp darlings, oh, and everybody thought the Packers were going to keep eight receivers, and those were going to be and two of them. Tory Gurley was going to be a big deal in the offense. So just take take a take a breath. Let's just wait and see how this whole thing goes. Amigo Jones says ten touchdowns for uh, for Graham is a pipe dream. But you know what, Amigo? Let me tell you something. If you're going to dream about your football team, the preseason is the time to do it. So I'm dreaming. I'm going to have that dream, and I'm going to believe in it until it doesn't happen. Um, someone asked about Dexter Williams. We haven't talked about the running back position at all. I did not hate what I – Dexter Williams looks like an NFL running back. I like Dexter Williams. Uh, he, had, he Very quick burst, clean, good decision-making. Like his, he, he seemed to have re- really good vision to see the hole that was opening up, and then he burst into it. And, and one cut for real. That's the, Everybody kept talking about him being a one-cut back. He is. He looks great. And so – it wasn't all pretty. The running game wasn't all pretty, but we're not talking about starting offensive linemen either. Well, now, and Matt imagine LaFleur, him playing behind the starters. Matt LaFleur even made a comment about one cut and go, and you're going to struggle in the NFL if you don't. So Dexter Williams knows he can't dance around back there, which is what a lot of young backs tend to do. Yeah. So let's see him over the next couple of weeks, and if he continues to run well, then I think Brandy okay. wants to know if he can block. I don't I, know. I don't know yet. I mean, I, it's a fair question. Can he block? Great. We saw some, some solid running, but can he block? I don't know. I don't know yet. Uh, it's not really an, anything we've heard negative reports about coming out of camp, so that's, that's probably a good thing. Um, but he's young. He's going to make mistakes. Even if he's a good blocker, he's going to miss assignments and make mistakes. So I wouldn't expect Dexter Williams to become the starter. I'm just glad to have him on the roster, and it's an, it's some nice depth. He's going to be Jones a good third back back. Pra- Aaron Jones is back at practice. Devin's asking if we trade for Melvin Gordon. That's a short conversation. Too much capital. They have to give up too much for Melvin Gordon. Nope. No thanks. And a position that they're not in need because they have Aaron Jones, who could potentially be really, really good. I mean, Melvin Gordon's special, but – yeah. That's not that's not something the Packers need to be giving up the type of capital it's going to take. And then to, to pay, and then they have to pay him too. Like he, on top of it, you're going to have to pay him. He wants a new contract, so it's not as simple as like you just get the guy and he's your guy. He's going to want money. Yeah. So, someone asked about Mercedes Lewis. I I think Lewis is being kept. Why wouldn't you? You, you know, they brought him back. He's on a very and they, affordable and they want to run the ball a lot. Yeah. They want to run the ball a lot. Oh, and they're believing good, yeah, in him blocker. as a blocker, right? And the connection with with the offensive coordinator from Jacksonville, all of those things, they're, they're, they're going to keep him around. They're going to keep him around. Kaiser. I've seen two. When are we going to get rid of Kaiser? So if you get rid of Kaiser, it's Tim Boyle. Do you honestly, chat people, do you honestly feel better about Tim Boyle than Deshaun Kaiser? And, and take off the green and gold glasses and take off the whatever preconceived you don't like about Kaiser and ask yourself, because Boyle made some plays, but Boyle was also playing against uh, Houston's, you know, third and fourth string. They weren't yeah. starters. Uh Mm. I don't like – I don't trust Boyle over Kaiser. I don't either. But I don't trust Kaiser over Boyle. That's the problem, okay? <laughs> that is the problem. I should trust one of them so, over the other one. So you want them both gone and you want a veteran. No, 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 no. Okay, yes, maybe. I don't know. Here's – yes, I want that, but I wanted that three months ago. Not now. It's too late now. Remember when they brought in Vince Young? And that was like the fix because the backup quarterback p- position – was a hot, steamy garbage pile, and they were trying to fix it, and they brought in Vince Young. Too late to well, that, that game, bro. That was that the dumbest. Happened. That was probably one of the worst managed positional um, happenings that I've ever been a part of. And you have to remember, I actually watched some 1980s Packers football, so that should speak volumes to you. We have to take a quick break. 
and just acknowledge, because we're doing this on Sunday, August 11th, today is the 100th birthday of the Green Bay Packers. True. It is the 100th birthday of the team that we love so very, very much, and the Patriots might be the dynasty of recent years. The Packers have 13 NFL championships, and New England is not close to that yet. Yeah. And they're, it's going to take them some time to get there. So cheers to the greatest NFL franchise in the history. I didn't bring a glass of the league. Cheers. I failed. I have failed. And, and we're not going to spend a ton of time Happy on birthday, it going, going back through memories and stuff like that. Cause you know, everyone's wants to talk about the team now, but we had to throw it out there. 100 years strong. It's not a bad. Sean a James bad says backup quarterback is a moot discussion. If Rogers goes down, we're screwed anyway. Here's the thing. These are, these are two quarterbacks that I'm, I'm frustrated about. Fitzpatrick, okay, $5 million. $5 million. Ryan Fitzpatrick in name is what gives people comfort. He can't produce. That dude can win you three or four games. He can win you three or four games. Which you don't want him longer. Games? You don't want him longer than that, right? But he can come in and win three games, right? No, I don't want Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, my, oh my, oh my goodness. What is happening right now? Not, what the? Are you kidding me right now? You'd rather have, you, would you rather have Deshaun Kaiser? Somebody wants to know if Lane Taylor <laughs> or Elton Jenkins are going to start. I don't know. This isn't it. Uh, Jenkins, you mentioned it too. Jenkins was the highest rated uh, interior, or was he the highest rated pass blocking offensive lineman at all? Uh, yes, highest, uh, off, uh, highest pass blocking overall. Uh, rated by Pro Football Focus. He looks this good out week. there, but yeah. I but everyone's you know he's in there and he's competing with with Lane Taylor. But what about the right side? You, can you fix the right side first? Like, can we make sure we've got the right guard covered? Like, it's going to be Billy Turner <laughs> because everyone's got him penciled in as a starter. And yeah, you're but, paying him a lot of money, and Brian Bulaga is still there. You assume that he's going to be healthy and play. But if Lane Taylor, like, okay, if Lane Taylor's not the guy. At left tackle, I'm totally okay with them focusing on changing that over there, okay? They obviously believe in Billy Turner. They paid him money. They paid him a lot of money. They believe in Billy Turner as their right guard. Right. That's the right guard. That's who the right guard is going to be this season. But after this season, when Bulaga doesn't come back, who's sliding out to tackle? Do you, are they going to focus on that in the draft? They're going to draft a rookie to play right tackle? Billy Turner is sliding out. You still have a hole at right guard. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing? Is Elton Jenkins – because I understand – if Jenkins is, is a left guard and he's not used to playing on the right side, it's like being right-handed, left-handed. I understand. You have your strong side, your preferred side. Okay, he's not good on the right. All right, so then is Cole Madison? Because then you still have a right guard issue if we're looking past this season. They're not that's, hurting right that's now. Fine. They're okay, okay this season, but after this season, because Bulaga is a safety net. But when he's gone after this year, because they're not going to bring him back. And if well, they then obviously they plan to keep working on that offensive line, right? Like, obviously, that's the plan going forward. They plan to keep adding to the to the offensive line. And real quick, because I didn't get I didn't get to finish my my point on quarterbacks to Rod Taylor. And I made sure I said his name right to Rod to Rod Taylor. It's Tyrod. No, it's to Rod. Did you not watch Hard Knocks last year? Oh, okay. you made a big deal about that's how you pronounce his name to Rod Taylor. OK, yeah. Anyways, so. $5 million, both of those guys, $5 million. We couldn't have either of them, either of them in town for $5 million. And you, okay, you tell me, are you more comfortable with Kaiser over both of those guys? Nope. No, that's my problem. It's not that I think those guys are going to come in and win I'm the Super so Bowl. I'm just so tired of the Fitzpatrick. Okay. It's more of a media thing, an attention thing than anything. I just 
bumped into the microphone. I have no spatial right. awareness. Let's um, let's move on. I I'm sorry I went back to quarterbacks. I no, it's all right. No, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you say move on, like I, I'm literally just kind of looking in the chat and kind of trying to appease our audience here, which is growing, and we appreciate everybody who's uh, checked in and been a part of it. So thank that's you. That's right. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of it. Um, so do you even think there's a chance? Because I don't want to, you know, special teams or uh, specialists or people too. Uh huh. Is there what any? Is there any reason for us to talk about Sam Ficken at no. all? It's it's no. Crosby. No. I hope it's Crosby. No. It's Crosby. End of story. It is freaking Crosby, and it was never, ever, ever not going to be Mason Crosby. That wasn't going to happen. Now, the only way that they're going to change kickers is if they bring a guy in who got cut. That's it. It's not Sam Ficken. Right. Okay. Nope. Done. Yeah. Done. Someone asked about Manny Wilkins. I'm biased because I obviously am an ASU alum. I would love that. Manny Wilkins is not ready to yeah, play. Yeah, actually, in the NFL. Scott Smith asked if we're in New York, like Nagler and, and, and Corey. No. No, we are in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're in Arizona. So we're right here by ASU. Phoenix. Uh, you know what? I like, I like Manny Wilkins. Uh, I hope that he gets some more snaps, but giving him, giving him the snaps that they gave him on Thursday. We're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of Manny Wilkins this this uh, preseason. No, and if he sticks, if he sticks or he stays, he's going to be on the practice squad. And I don't, I don't know that they have the luxury of keeping a quarterback on. The John practice. Benson wants to know if we would personally spend a fifth round pick on a punter. Personally, would you do that? No. Yeah, probably not. No. Why would you need to? Uh, J.K. Scott's fine. He's not awful. I think he's talking. They about did that J. last Scott. year. Oh, they did that last right, year. That's well, his, I think that's his question. That's what he's saying. Is I wouldn't. Would you make that choice? No. No, probably not. Because no, I, I don't think anybody else in the league would have either. But the fifth, okay, once you get past the fourth round, once you get past round four, then anything else is a maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so we are, we are going to be winding down real quick because we're getting real close to an hour. But I do just want to throw this out here. Uh, if, you've, if you watched us last year, just give us a nice shout-out in the chat if you were one of our regulars. I know I've seen Daniel in here, and he used to watch us. Or you watched this last year uh, a couple of times, uh, uh, but some of your names here, I'm I'm recognizing people jumping on that uh, that watched the show last year. Thank you so much for watching us again. We're excited to be back this year, dude. I'm really excited about the watershed. Like I'm really excited. So we do a live pregame show. For those of you that don't know, we do a live pregame show at the watershed in Tempe, Arizona. We will be live every Sunday. Well, most Sundays. Jason's going to be up in Green Bay for a game. So we'll see what happens. I'll be at preseason game number four, and I will be in town for the the Carolina Panthers. Have another. I'll be in town (laughs) for the Carolina Panthers game at Lambeau Field in November. If anybody's going to either of those games, let me know. Let's tweet up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to sign off. It's been good to come back. We're going to, I think, our plan for the preseason based on work schedules and such is to probably try to keep doing this on Sundays for a little bit. For the preseason. For the preseason. And then we'll figure it out once the regular season starts. We are less than a month away. I'm so excited. Yeah. So real quick, uh, if you want to get in on chatting with us, we do have a Facebook group. You can join facebook.com backslash groups backslash CHTV live. You can see that right there. And I think I put the link in the description for the video. So if you want to join our Facebook group, jump in on that. We're having fun conversation over there. And we did some, uh, we did a giveaway. We have more coming. We did uh, Nick Collins autograph an 8x10. And I, yeah. have a, I think we're going to open the season with the Blake Martinez uh, 8x10 autograph. That'll yeah, so be- we have some stuff to give away. We have a Patreon page if you want to support the show. That's right. Please do now. Patreon.com backslash Cheesehead TV live. TV live. TV yes. live. Now, I just want everyone to know that we're 
we realize that we need to earn everybody's favor. And That's I right. would have to say, I think we're getting a lot of very generous feedback in the, um, in the chat. So thank you to everybody who stopped by. Well, we will be here every week. So, yeah. So uh, if you want to jump on Patreon and support us there, that will help us improve the show. I mean, you can see the setup we have here where, you know, we have a few bobbleheads. We could probably use a couple more bobbleheads or something. I don't know. Yeah, no doubt. I don't know. Well, so, these are great. You, right. What these, the hell is going on out there? That's right. Everybody saw that and was like, that's, that's probably <laughs> what they thought when they saw us. And it wasn't uh, Aaron and Corey. And then you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, he is at Jason Perone. The show is at CHTV Live. And I'm at Jeremy RVDL. You guys can follow us there. Uh, most likely I'm going to be chatting on Facebook because I realized recently I suck at Twitter. Like I must be too old or something. And I am the opposite. I am way better on Twitter than I am on Facebook. Yeah. And you know what? I think I'm just embracing the fact that I'm a Facebooker, which means I'm just like a 90 year old dude now. I think that's what that means. Like I'm a grandfather. Congratulations. You're a grandfather. You're better at Facebook. Wow. Uh, that's how that works. If you're better at Facebook, you're probably a grandpa. That's me. I'm a grandfather. Thank you. Okay, I think that's it. Jason, you got anything else you want to say? No, that's all it is. Happy birthday, Green Bay Packers, for turning 100. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to Cheesehead TV Live. Check out CheeseheadTV.com for more great Packers content.